Just let me know yeah. when you're on. Got like a, you got an intro or anything like that yet? No, I I don't. Right, we're good. Good. Yeah. All right, man. Well, welcome to the nine one. I need a better intro. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I just gotta get you just gotta get rolling. But so you said you you watched the Will episode? I did watch the Will episode, and I watched it with uh, as soon as I back up a little bit to tell you the story. I got out of Spanish class, and I heard somewhat that that Bryce had a podcast. I'm like, there's no way this is a podcast. Like, this has got to be crazy. I just got into watching a lot of podcasts, like yeah, the Nelk Boys, Roman Atwood's podcast. I watched a little bit of Joe Rogan's, but it's kind of like. AIDS, so I just stopped watching that shit, and I was like, okay, fuck it. So I, I put it on my, it was on uh, Spotify. So I pick it up and I start listening and stuff like that, and I'm like, damn, this is actually kind of sick. And you guys were like talking about like a lot of different things with you know football season and yeah. you know, just like origins. And I was like, damn, this is pretty dope. I gotta hop on this shit, and then yeah. scheduled it, and now I'm here, man. Watch I mean, that, that was the uh, the original thought is that you know there's topics that we can relate to more, yeah, and stuff that you know. Locally, people are like, "Oh, I know that makes sense." Or, yeah, you know, I've never heard people actually talking about that before. That type of thing. Yeah, I, I do love me a good podcast because, like, I'm not gonna lie. When I door that, when I door dash, or when I you know drive around or drive to school every day, I, I listen to one. And it's just something like it's it's just something to listen to. Yeah. It's really fun. I mean, that was. I think that would be really cool. You know, people like driving to school every morning. It's like, oh, is the new podcast out? And yeah, like, once a week episode, and you get yeah. like all the athletes and the students. You yeah. wait till you get like Coach Frank on here or something like that. That <laughs> would be not, that would be. That would I be really nice. want to get a uh, a teacher on here, but I don't think that would be allowed until after I graduate. Why don't you get Coach? Because he's leaving, you know. See if oh Coach, yeah, Coach that could, could, could do that. I don't think he would join it. Do you but, know? Is he? Uh, he got a, another job offer. So right? what I've what I've what I heard from him because I'm in sports medicine. Uh, he basically. Just received like a higher paying job, a little mm. bit higher of like a, I mean, I wouldn't say higher paying, but like just a higher role to be like an athletic trainer for a sports team in Cary. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he took it and I mean, good for that guy. He's just going up in the world and, you know, you got to be proud. You got to be proud of what he's accomplished the last couple of years with Ravenscroft. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. I think, um, I don't know, let's say you got a, another job offer, right? Would you take like a small pay cut if you, it would advance your career. If I was like in the sports medicine field, or you just mean like in general? I mean, in general, it's interesting to think about like the relationship between you know the next step and like money. Like, which one are you going to value more when getting another job? Off I mean, of? if we're talking about like a ten percent pay cut, I'd probably go and take the if it if it like guarantees me an advance, I'd probably take the job. But I mean, honestly, it just depends. If I love the place that I'm at, then you know, take it. But I think in Coach Baskets. Uh, situation. He's just like guaranteed a little bit bigger of a role and whatnot. Yeah. So, are you working right now? I am. I am. I work. I work at uh, for DoorDash. I'm sure a lot of people know that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's How a, do you like that? I honestly, I love it. It's a great job. I highly recommend it for like people that are 18. You know, I work in Hillsborough, so it's a little bit different. But like, I mean, I make I make good bread off of that. It's a yeah. little bit pain in the ass of driving, but it's a definitely a, it's one of those jobs where it's like. It seems like, oh, she's just a DoorDash driver, like it's whatever, but it's fun, man. Like I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I did, you know, pretty good last night and I work like every night after lacrosse or football during yeah. football season. Yeah. Which I don't recommend at all. But you get to choose your hours for that. Yeah, time. I yeah. do. And it's nice because it's like when you when you wanna work, you like you get home from you know, school after lacrosse or mm -hmm. after whatever you're doing and turn on your app and you're working now, right? Yeah. And some days it's amazing, like you're making like an insane amount of money, and some nights you're just like, "What the hell? What, am I, what do I sign myself <laughs> up for?" Yeah. So it's it's definitely really fun, and like I love that I can like work from you know pretty much my hometown and not have to like I've DoorDashed in Raleigh, I've DoorDashed in Durham, but Hillsborough is definitely better because like I, after I'm done, I can just drive five minutes back to my house and you know do that. Yeah. Have you ever had a time 
when you turn on the app and no one's ordering food. Oh, like yeah. You're just sitting oh, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. So the other night, actually, a week ago from yesterday. Now, normally, I don't know if you know anything about Saturdays, but everybody's lazy on Saturdays. Yeah. So basically, a lot of people order, you know, order food. They just, you know, flip back, turn on the TV, order some DoorDash. And so that Saturday, like, I want to say there was a solid, like, 90-minute period where there was no orders. And I was like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Because, like, I kind of structure my days around, like, how much I'm going to work. Yeah. So, like, if it's a Monday. I'm not expecting a Monday to drop $150, $200 night, mm-hmm. right? It's just one of those things where I make 50 bucks and I call it a day. Yeah. But... On that Saturday, it was just dead, and I'm just like, bro, come on, man. Like, it's like I don't, I want to like work, I want to make my money, but it's like, usually it's pretty good. Last night was amazing. I can't really ask for a better night than last night. So I had some guy ordered food. He ordered like seven pizzas or some shit like that. And this dude, like, I don't think he was by himself, but I mean, he was a bigger guy, so maybe he was really hungry. I don't know. How much have you made in one night? Like, one what's night. the most you've ever? So made? the most I've made in one night. I gotta think about that. So I want to say it was like two hundred and twenty dollars on card, and then like seventy dollars cash. So like probably like oh yeah, because you get tips too, right? Yeah. So you basically how it works on DoorDash is that you get like a base pay of like two dollars, ranging from two dollars to seven dollars based on how far it is. Because like if you're driving from like Ravenscroft to Tropical Smoothie, like mm. they're not gonna pay you that much. But if you're driving like 10, 12, 15 miles, they're gonna have to pay you like out of the butt, and then you know, then then it comes down to tips. Yeah. Right, because like DoorDash, I think the most DoorDash base pay I've ever gotten was like nine dollars, but it's because it was like some type of order where it was like they didn't really tip. It was like they just needed their like medicine delivered. It was actually one yesterday, mm-hmm. and the base pay was like eight fifty, which isn't terrible. I mean, because I usually do off a of mileage. You make a dollar a mile, and you just keep working at yeah. that. So it's good money, and honestly, like I recommend it for anybody that's eighteen years old because it's like. You can get paid. You don't have to wait two weeks to get paid. I know my old job, and I used to lifeguard and do swim lessons. Like, I have you to, lifeguard at? I lifeguard at the JCC. I, well, I lifeguarded. I use. I don't. I don't work anymore. But I lifeguarded mm-hmm. at the JCC in uh, in Durham. There's mm-hmm. a carry branch, but I did the one in Durham, and it was fun. Like, I loved it. I worked there since I was. It was my first job. I worked at the snack bar that was at the pool, and it was really fun. Honestly, like I loved doing it. I loved like working. You know, as much as I did. But it was just one of those jobs where it was like really like. I lost my summer last year, in my opinion, because I worked mm-hmm. so much. Like, yeah. between football workouts, which I literally would just snap the ball and stand there. <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of the linemen for football, like, you, we don't do anything. But, like, I, between football and between working there, like, I that was my entire summer. So Yeah. I mean, um, now we start to talk about football. Obviously, starting center this year. Yeah, that was definitely, um, that was definitely good because the uh, year before that, we didn't have too, too much success in that department, if yeah. you remember that. Um. But you're a dog, man. I mean, this season, you know, from my perspective, the locker room was the best team that I've personally been a part yeah, of. Yeah, and, like, I could definitely agree with that as well. I mean, I think the year before when I first transferred, it was definitely, like, a fun experience, and we won games because we were tight. But I still think there was a little bit of, like, divide because we didn't really know what we wanted. We didn't know what type of, like, environment we wanted to do. I think this year a lot of the guys like wanted to lock in and become more of a team. Yeah. And I also think that we got better and our competition got worse. So a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Heralds team last year; they definitely got worse. I think NRCA kind of yeah. stayed the same. Uh, wait, Christian, I don't think I need to go into that. They're just kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, Trinity, I'd say it was about the same as last year because we still stomped them by thirty last year. It's just this year mm-hmm. they were just like okay. Um, so I, I think definitely football as a whole, we, we felt a lot better as a team and we just locked in definitely for more. Yeah. And I mean, um, 
me though. That's kind of my rookie varsity football yeah, year, right? Yeah. So that's all I knew. Like uh, I knew from talking to you guys, like what you know happened last year and that type of stuff. Um, but as like my first varsity team, right? I didn't really realize how much work actually had to go into it oh, yeah. until until it kind of hits you. Like oh, you yeah. get there and then you're in it. Oh yeah, and like. I mean, I I can say I was really the only lineman. Me, Mackay, and then occasionally like Joey would come in here and there. But he also had an ankle injury he was messing with. Mm. Like most of the linemen, and with right understanding, didn't go to workouts in the summer. Yeah, because it was like the workouts in the summer was lifting, running, and then plays. Yeah. I knew all the plays. I didn't. I mean, I probably could have conditioned better. But like, I mean, linemen during the practice during the summer is useless. And like, yeah. it's kind of it was kind of annoying because. With me, like, I worked so much during the summer and made money so much, like, during the summer. Like, that's what I did. I'd wake up. I mean, during, I worked doing two days. When we had two yeah. days, I would wake up, go to a two a day, go to work in between, and then come back for a second two a day. So, yeah, that's know, crazy. Yeah, it was, man, yeah, it's not gonna lie. <laughs> that's the grind. Yeah, it was, um, it was a grind. But I understand, like, the running, like, we just don't really run that much. Yeah, um, I think lineman. Coach kind of like got soft on us this year with the running. I we did a lot of it. I mean, I don't know if you were at any of the summer workouts, but we did this yeah. one. We did this one. The last day it was like a Thursday, and our work and our two days was on a Monday. We did this workout where it was like it was called I think worm or a snake, and mm-hmm. essentially Coach placed cones at every five yard line, and we had to run to each cone like diagonal and then shuffle and then diagonal, and we just did that like easily five or six times, and you're like oh five or six times, yeah. but it was on the hundred yard field, so like I was definitely cooked after that man it was i was fried <laughs> this um this season i went into a lot better prepared just because i had gotten a lot better shape been working out but the jv season even though you know my ninth grade year so last year the jv season i remember i went to some summer workouts i remember the first summer workout we went to we lifted that was fine we went outside it's like that um like late june uh, late july day and it's like 105 degrees outside. Yeah, it's like 105 <laughs> degrees outside. And we start doing the the um you know running around the track, uh-huh. but it's um you know the last guy has to go. Get oh, Indian trail. Oh, I hate Indian that trail. shit. I hate that shit. But man, it's too. like 105 degrees on the track. Fuck that, sun's dude. bursting. Fuck and that. I was like that's when I was out of shape. Like I had not been working out. That was like my first workout in like months. The, the, and I literally after like five minutes, I was like, dude, I'm actually going to die. Like, I, I, I felt like I was going to throw up. I called my mom from my back. I was, <laughs> oh, like, I, was like, I was like, dude, you got to get me out of here. I was like, <laughs> I was like you got to come pick me up. That was my worst moment in terms of when I realized like how truly out of shape I was. Wow, that's... And I, I called my mom and I told coach, I was like, dude, I got to leave. I got an appointment and I straight dipped. Dude, I mean, I never had one of those experiences because... Working while there's like a lot of disadvantages to working at a pool, like I was always swimming and doing laps and you know burning calories. I lost a lot of weight over the summer, got more leaner. I mean, I also got a nice tan, but yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, I got a lot like a lot of like good exercise and stuff like that on just just my body and just like I was in better shape. I remember Coach Gannett, I was running sprints during the first two day, and he was like, Big Mike. You got in better shape, boy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, thanks, coach. Because, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, he comes over, he's like, big daddy, you looking good, big daddy. <laughs> or something like that. Like, it was like, it was just a really cool experience and, you know, whatnot. And, you know, obviously, if you want, like, the, I guess we'll kind of, like, slide into this. Like, how I came to Ravenscroft is, like, one of, like, those one in a million kind of, like, situations. Like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't know. I probably told the story like 75 times to different people multiple times. But I basically met AJ Peterson at a line in a, at a football camp. Mm-hmm. And, like, we kind of, like, talked and, like, just, like, you know, so it was, I mean, those lines take, like, an hour and a half to get you signed in. We talked, you know, I got his Instagram. We kept talking, kept talking. And, like, basically, like, I kind of, like, realized that when your team, my, I mean, I'll give you an perspective of how much we sucked. My freshman year, we went 1-10. Okay. Damn. We went one and ten. That, that should speak for itself. But our like we lost by an average margin of like twenty seven points or something like that. We won one game freshman year on a last second two point conversion that we like it was like twenty, it was like twenty to twenty one, and we went for two because it's like what the fuck do we have to lose? Yeah. We went for two, and it was a double reverse, and we just got it, and it was like the most hype thing ever on homecoming. It was like the most like yeah woo kind of thing ever, and like we just we got it. We just. We got it, and we won the game, and it was great. And then we just, like, we went 1-10. Like, that's just how it was. Yeah. Sophomore year, we went 0-6. And, and that kind of was, like, my point of, like, I want to play football in college, and I want to continue to progress my abilities and whatnot. And I'm not going to be able to do that when my team's not even winning one game. And the competition didn't get easier because after that year, they moved to a division where they played, like, Eastern Alamance, Western Alamance, Williams, yeah. schools that I'm sure you guys have never heard of. But, like, these guys have, like – Eastern Alamance, for example, they haven't lost more than like than two games in like this century, in two thousand since two thousand. Mm-hmm. Like they are just a very raw dog, great program. I got a couple buddies over there. It it just it's a culture thing, and I think at, at Cedar Ridge we have a lot of guys that want to play football, but they just like I mean they're on their f- going under their seventh head coach because their head coach resigned. Like yeah. they're just they just stink. They just suck, and it's like I can't stick to a program where you guys literally suck all the time. Like I just can't do that shit. Yeah, and so you were talking to AJ, and I didn't know that. Is he like the reason that you got introduced to Ravens? Yeah, yeah, I did not. I've I may have heard of it. Like I knew Cardinal Gibbons, but I didn't know anything outside. I didn't like Wakefield, Moberg. I didn't know any of these schools because like I live in a town that's like an hour away from everything else. So it's a completely mm-hmm. like culture shock kind of thing. I mean, I grew up in a town where like you know people drive freaking tractors to school and stuff like that. Like it was like completely different. I talked to him, and I was like. I he gave me Coach Gunn's phone number. I texted Coach Gunnett and like was like, you know, he he uh, gave me the number to the admissions council and like all the stuff like that and like legitimate things that you know this is like oh shit this might actually happen and then mm-hmm. I looked like looked at the price tag of Ravens Carp, I'm like oh fuck <laughs> 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 like my mom looks me dead in the eye she's like how much Raven, how much do you think Ravens Carp costs I'm like I don't know a couple thousand she's like yeah it costs thirty thousand to go there I'm like oh shit. Yeah, so uh, we got that sorted out, which is great because uh, I wouldn't be talking to you right now if we didn't get that yeah. sorted out. But we got that sorted out, and you know, I joined the team like oh, I joined. I got in on a Monday, all my paperwork, all my physicals. I got in on a Monday, and I went like I got in. No, 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 I got in on a Monday, and there was a two. There's a seven on seven on a Tuesday at was it East Chapel Hill. No, it was Chapel Hill. There was a two, mm. two. There was a seven on seven at Chapel Hill, and I was at that seven on seven. And what's unfortunate about junior year that was really unfortunate that I got basically the week. Now imagine you're at a brand new school, and imagine that you like don't know anything about anybody because like let's say you, you go live in Hillsborough, you don't know, mm. no, no, you don't know anybody in Hillsborough. You know AJ, you know Kyle. Like I knew Nolan, I knew a few people, but I didn't know that many. Mm-hmm. And. At 10.30 p.m., on the night that you're supposed to go to school, they call you and you say that you can't go to school for two weeks. That's what happened to me. Wow. 
I was virtual for the first two weeks of the season, the first two weeks in general. So I'm sitting online in school, my first two weeks of a school that I've never been to. And I'm like, well, shit, what the hell am I supposed to do? Like, I'm sitting there missing. I missed, I missed the Granville Central game. I missed mm-hmm. two weeks of practice. And then I got back to practice. And I was out of shape as shit. And, like, I don't agree that I did that. That's one of the things I'm not really a fan of. But, I mean, it happened. Um, he essentially, like, just, he, like, benched me. Like, he didn't put me, he moved me to D-tackle. And then mm-hmm. he didn't let me play at center, which I've played my entire uh, high school career. And it stunk because it was like, I'm better. I'm the best center on the team. I'm the best like at what I do. And I'm just not playing it. And the guy behind me was a, you know, 160 pound lineman. Yeah. who didn't really give a, give a crap about who, what he was doing you know, respectfully. Cause he was a little bit smaller and I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, like I just did <laughs> yeah. all this work. I just did all this shit. And now I'm like a D tackle. Like, fuck that. You know? Yeah. I remember, um, yeah, your junior year was my freshman year. I remember, in PE, you were like touring the facilities yeah. and weight room. I, I remember seeing you. I was like, oh shit, that guy's that guy's a dog. And then the first time I saw you in the weight room, you were like, I don't know if it was like squatting like some ridiculous number. I think I, I remember like, the first when we did, we did like maxes. Yeah, during, during. that was that was max day. And I was like, what the fuck? Like yeah, I, I wasn't like up there with Caden and Drake at the time, but I definitely did. I held my own. I remember I was doing it with. Will. I remember Will was the first time I met Will actually. I I got introduced to uh got into Ravenscroft. Coach uh, Hogger got me a helmet. He got me some you know shirt and shorts and stuff like that. And he basically you know introduced him and stuff like that. And I walked in the locker room and he just goes, oh, "What's up, bro? My name's Will." And just slaps the shit out of my head. <laughs> I, was I was like, "Damn, Will, what's up, bro?" And everybody introduced everybody and stuff like that. You know, and it's one of those things where like. Ravenscroft is one of those communities where you don't kind of, you kind of like, you might not always like belong there, but you definitely morph into a person mm-hmm. to where like you moved in there and everybody knows you and yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, I, I think it was nice to go to a school that wasn't like Cardinal Gibbons where like there's 2,500 students in one high school and like you're just going to like kind of like be the fish, the small fish in the big yeah. pond. So it was definitely nice going to an environment. It was weird at first. It took me like a lot of like experiencing and learning, but like it's definitely something I would like always be grateful that happened because like i mean let's just say i stayed at cedar ridge my junior year they didn't have a varsity program so it would have been on jv as a junior and i don't know if you know anything about that but like that's like career ending when it comes to playing college and then this year they had varsity and they got like 60 they had like 80 pieced one game they lost 82 to 6 yeah it was on max preps it was on max preps like school in north carolina uh gets beat 82 to 7 like what the hell like Dude, what? That's nuts. That is nuts. I mean, I, I've i had a really crazy experience with schools because Ravenscroft's the only school I've ever been to, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I've been there for pre-K. That kind of culture is all that I've known. But I'm, you know, as I got older, I learned that, you know, a lot of, you know, the small class size, that type of stuff, is that's not normal for no, a lot of schools. No, bro. No, 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 no. My freshman year, we had like a 30 30- person math class and yeah i mean i'm telling you it's a culture shock difference when you go from being like public school like i'm not gonna paint it as this like horrible thing like it's school right mm-hmm. it's definitely i definitely went to a better high school because where i'm from there's orange high school there's cedar ridge and then there's a weird ass charter school that nobody likes or goes to and like my school was honestly one of the better schools. It was it was clean. It was nice, but there was still shit that happened. There were still fights and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There was like drug activities. But my school was notorious, and I mean notorious, like almost nationwide known for having like school shooting threats. There was five of them my my freshman year. 
five. Like threats? Like people like people would call, write, write to the school or call the people school? People would like – there was somebody that called the school. There was a guy that wrote it on a locker. There was a guy that wrote it on the gym floor. There was a guy that brought like a like a – nine millimeter to school but like he like supposedly didn't he like walked into the building but then walked out and like somebody snitched on him like it was a mess and it was like did anybody take it serious not really but it's still like you can't really take that shit serious because like we know that that stuff can like go down the wrong path and stuff like that so it was just notorious for that kind of thing and like we just it was just a mess honestly and then like freshman year obviously like we ended with covid and you know went into all that but like, public school is definitely a different kind of, like, it teaches you a lot of things. And, like, I will say, like, there is no, where I'm from, like, like there maybe is 15 people in my town that know what Ravenscroft is. Like, and that's because they know, they either know somebody that went there, they're from Raleigh, or they know that I go there. And I am guarantee you it's just because they know that I go there. Yeah. It's a different kind of, like, experience. And, like, it's good, and then there's bad. There's the good of, like, you win sports, you meet people that you never thought you would meet, you make connections. I mean, there's connections I made at Ravenscroft that I would never in my lifetime make at Cedar Ridge. Yeah. And then there's the fucking, like, arrogant asshole people that think they're better than you, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody's experienced that. I'm sure everybody knows what that is. Yeah. But there's definitely, like, a fair share of those people at Ravenscroft, and you kind of, like, either you're friends with them or you're not. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, whatever. I would only say the hardest part about going to Ravenscroft when I did is because, like, when I came in, junior year is, like, the year where, like, everybody, like, kind of has their own friend groups. Mm-hmm. Everybody's friends with each other. Everybody's, like, kind of together. And then, like, once you join that, like, there's no, like, breaking those. You either join them or you're just on your own. So junior year was a little bit difficult when it comes to that. But, like, once senior year rolled in and I kind of had, like, a year under my belt, I kind of, like, was cool with, you know, a little bit of everybody. I, you know obviously was you know rolling and stuff like that so definitely an experience that a lot of people don't you know pick a lot of people don't transfer schools in the middle of their high school you know career Mm -hmm. but it definitely was a thing i absolutely don't regret now do i regret sometimes in the morning waking up and having to drive 45 minutes to school every day oh hell yeah man like and this will probably go back to football a little bit like football during football season i easily missed like three classes a week in the morning because I was just so beat to hell from football you're so practice. tired. And Dude, yeah, those football up. practices, man, yeah. they had you pushing the sled and lifting yeah. weights and just running. Like, I was, like, I couldn't wake up in the morning because my legs were just so tired from that stuff. And if it was, like, college, like, they're like, well, yeah, college, you have to wake up at 530. Yeah, college, you don't have to drive an hour to school every day. Yeah. And then, like, it, that's 45 minutes, like, if you don't get traffic, if you get every green light. I mean, hell, it'd probably take you 10 minutes to go off, get off the highway and get on, you know, with all those mm-hmm. bad Raleigh drivers, man. No, they suck. Yeah. Did you notice a um, a big academic shift from oh, your old school yeah. to this school? Oh, yeah. Because that's one thing oh, I've oh, talked yeah. about with um, other people that came to the school, right? They're like, Ravenscroft's academics are just like, that was the thing that they really said they had the biggest challenge with. I mean, I'll say this is, you know, as, as close to the mic as I can, like, when I had DoorDash in Hillsboro, there's easily every restaurant I go to, there's at least one person I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that for a second. Like, every time that you go to order, like, you go to McDonald's or you go to, like, Bojangles or whatever the restaurant is, and you know somebody that works there, <laughs> like that, and, and they're, like, not, they're not in school. They're, like, dropouts. Yeah. Right? Like, it's where I'm from. It was probably like a 60-40. Like, 40% of the people that I, like, went to middle school with, like, didn't graduate. And it was crazy because it's like, <laughs> you see, like, you see a bunch of people, like, 
going around and like you're like dang you guys didn't graduate she's like no i, I dropped out freshman year i dropped out sophomore year like well i'm raven's golf that doesn't exist like everyone goes to college yeah. everyone is the smarty you know man it's like i was i had a 4.0 at, C- at 4.0 gp at cedar ridge mm-hmm. that and now I have like a three one, <laughs> like and not because I'm stupid or nothing, just yeah. because like the the rigor. it's hard, man. Yeah. Like when I was at Cedar Ridge, like you didn't have homework in every class. You could turn in every assignment on the last day of the semester and get full credit, full credit. Now you just turn it in like a minute late and you get half credit. I mean, yeah. not even to go into that. So it definitely like it, it's a culture difference. It's a big difference. I yeah. mean. Where I'm from, like, I, I remember my freshman year, I had two PE classes. I had math and English. You get four classes, and then, like, that was it. Like, you went to pro- football, you went home, and that was the end of it. Like, school was not hard. I didn't have to try. I didn't have to try for school. School was just, like, something wow. that I just happened to go to, and my friends were there, and that was the end of it. Like, at Ravenscroft, if you don't try, you're going to, like, fail, or you're going to get a bad grade, you know? That's crazy. Like, I say, like, I don't ever, like, Push. I mean, I'm not gonna say that's not true because I do sometimes. But like, I don't push school to the side just like all the time. Like, I have to like be on my shit and be like contemplating. Like, either like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, or else like I fail, or else I get a bad grade. And then there's like the the good news notes and the bad news yeah. notes, dude. My so my first nine weeks of last year, I easily got like five of those because like I didn't understand that like when you do bad on something, it's not like you put bad in the report card. Also. I hated it. I'm glad they changed this shit because I could not stand it. I hated that you couldn't see your grades mm-hmm. because it was like... Like the averages? Yes, man. Yeah. Like my last year, I remember talking to somebody and I was like, hey, I can't see my average on Canvas. I think it's a glitch. She's like, you can't see your averages here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? My old school, we had something called power school. And like when you went in there, your grades were in there and that was the end of the story. And I was like, well, I would have turned in that homework if I knew. It's a lot of like self-responsibility and stuff. And then yeah. like school like in public school you got like as much time as you needed for tests like you could come in for lunch you could come in for after school and take it you get 40 minutes here yeah right it's just different it's, it's a different crazy. it's way different so i mean the academics kind of come into themselves like when i looked into ravenscroft like i knew like it's going to be a difficult experience it's going to be like a lot but at the end of the day like i take care of business and whatnot but you no know, i definitely have my fair share of teachers that i'm not a fan of i won't name any names because this podcast is going out to some people yeah. like that but yeah i definitely have my fair share of teachers that i know that like are chill and then some that like will beat yeah. you over the head with a stick if you don't have i mean junior. i think that's every school because at the end of the day a teacher's just another human being it's like they decide how they want to run the class they decide how they want to interact with students how they want to grade how they want to give homework so it's kind of like yeah it's kind of like umpires in baseball like, they're going to make mistakes. Yeah. It's uh, all... But at the end of the day, you just got to try and do your best. Yeah, except, you know, in public school, some of them are just getting a check, and the other ones are just... And then Ravenscroft, they're like, I actually want to be teachers. So, yeah. you know, it's a big difference, man. And honestly, like, you know, I, I love the teachers at Ravenscroft as a whole. You know, there's some ones, you know, there's there's some teachers I'm not a fan of, you know. I have Miss Belk, my math teacher, left during the year, so that definitely wasn't a fun experience. You know, she had a, some health concerns. Hopefully, she does all right with all that. And, you know, it's... Definitely, like, one of those things where you have to, like, come to school with a mentality that you're going to do what you need to do and then get mm-hmm. out of there. And then, you know, with driving and stuff like that, it's just a grind. It's a yeah. grind, honestly. And, like, my, my day wakes up in the morning. You know, I wake up in the morning. I go to school. I come home. I go to lacrosse or I'll come home and do homework and then I'll go to work. And it's just like that every single yeah. day. And it's fun. And then sometimes it's not, you yeah. know. I don't know how it is with basketball or football with you. Like, I'm sure – with football games, you weren't going home super tired because, yeah. you know, with 
you know, not playing as much and stuff well, like I mean, that. I mean, I mean, I obviously I didn't play like a crazy amount, but in terms of sophomores, I played probably the most. You're right. I'm there. trying because I, I started like two or three games at Canon too. Yeah, that that was a big one. I'm not gonna lie. Like I had, I easily had you on my board as like one of the better like young linemen. I had you and Nick around the same tier. I feel yeah. like the difference is like you like coach saw the effort you put in with like making like running down the field and like trying to make yeah. tackle even though you, you weren't catching that day, <laughs> so i'm the, sorry but the, um, the are you Wakes, talking about the uh, the, the, the north like, kickoff Wakes, the north wake saints yeah where, where eight, that was clearly a, a forward pass but they called it a knot and you were hauling ass even though you weren't catching was, that dude i saw yeah that was a forward pass as soon as i saw it i was like i'm the only one that's like yeah, not any chance. Yeah, the coach is like, I want effort. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm catching that fucking dude. Like, <laughs> no shot. I, I um, I made a solid run at it though. Hey, I, I coach saw the effort. That's yeah. why he put you on the starting, you know, whatever, and uh, and stuff like that. So, and I think, I mean, Cannon, obviously, like that's another, in my opinion, in my opinion, team that like played better last year than mm-hmm. they were. I mean, last year that was a, that was a reigning st- D two defending state champs. They yeah. won, they won D two last year. And to go on their field and beat them after, like, not having Owen, not having Donnie, like, that was a game. Yeah, was I don't insane. think it was my favorite game the whole year. I just got it. I mean, I have to give it to NRCA to take the cake. I mean, yeah. you're going into a – I mean, we lost them last year off of, like, just us playing fucking horribly. I mean, literally, like, we sold that game away. Going to NRCA, I mean, this year was, like, we were hungry. We wanted it more than anything. And I, I think, like, we really wanted that conference championship. And I know it's, like – you get a trophy and you call it a day. You don't get like rings or anything. Mm-hmm. But like, I think all the guys, I mean, Ravenscroft hasn't won a conference championship since 2015, right? Yeah. So to go in there and be able to like go and win conference championships, I mean, and they, yeah. have, they, they have zero. So every time we see them, yeah. I'm like, why don't you go look at those conference championships you have in that, that trophy case? Yeah. And I mean, though, we did get blown out in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which sucks, obviously, but. That doesn't take away from what we did do this season. 100%. And all yeah. the, you know, the memories, the um, singing Taylor Swift in the locker room. Yeah, dude, that, that, <laughs> it was different. And, like, honestly, like, Latin last year we got curb stomping. This year it was a good game up until the I, last. I, I honestly think we, we probably should have should have won that. I think we should have as well. If, and, if, like, and I, I think Payne was making a good argument throughout the season. Like, if we beat Latin, there was a good chance that we could legitimately been, like, a, had a mm-hmm. home game. Now, yeah. I – could also argue would have gotten stomped by Raven Gap, but we never know. I guess we never know, never pretty know. much. So the whole season was a lot of like ups and downs, and you know stuff like that. I I think as a whole it was a success. I mean, yeah. now if we're going to the accolades, and I know I heard a little bit of Will's podcast about the accolades. Uh, I'm just gonna be the first one. I got snubs so yeah. hard. I mean, yeah. like I I know I'm not the most like sexy position lineman. I stopped the ball and called today. But I think when you look at the vicinity of teams that we played, North Wake, uh, Trinity, Wake Christian. Yeah, who like, had a center that was better than you? Exactly. And it's like, I don't like to like toot my own horn, but like I feel like I put in the work more than like the majority of the linemen. Now, is is it easier to like look on film and see that the the right side with me and Josh and Joey? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Joey deserved it like 100%. Yeah. I mean, that kid put in a lot of work. So, with jo- same thing with Josh. I think all the linemen obviously put in work. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I think tackle... You see a lot more successes yeah, yeah. and failures as yeah. well. Yeah, because we had a lot of screenplays where we would see Joey knock down four guys in one yeah. play and be like, "No, Joey, one hundred percent deserve make all state." But I think it's just it's kind of a it's kind of ridiculous because like 
I think the center is really. I mean, it's important. I mean, we saw in the playoff game when we saw the yeah. different center and what happened, or when we saw Makai and then this ball got snapped over Jacob's head four times. Yeah, I'll get into that in a second. But with with centers, like it's like I agree they're not the most like sexiest position ever. But like at the end of the day, that ball was snapped every time to Kyle's hand. Now, of course, yeah. the dude's six five, so it's kind of hard to snap it over the dude's head. Mm-hmm. But like it still happened. I mean. I would argue to the helm that I'm better than whoever. I didn't really look at the list, honestly. I think the the reason I didn't make it was because I'm not six foot four and three hundred pounds. Is that um, the guy that made it? I don't know. I don't think they did. That's the thing. I don't think they did positions. I just think they just did O line, like first team O line, second team O line. Because like for example, like when I when we were sitting um, at the awards and I didn't make it, I mean I was pissed, man. Like I was like on the verge of like tears and stuff because I was like. Literally, that's what I wanted the whole season. If any, if we went OFA and I made all conference, I wouldn't even care. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't accolade for myself I, because all conference to me seems like all the other coaches know you're good. You know you're good, and now you have something to say for it. Now at the end of the day, like it doesn't really matter that much because like accolades for linemen are more difficult. Like wide receivers, you get a lot of touchdowns. Running yeah. back, you get a lot of yards and touchdowns. Quarterbacks, yeah. you have the best completion percentage in the league. But with linemen, it's like. You look. You could look at the film at any time and know that I can block and get to the next level. And I also stayed healthy. I played all. I was like one of the only people that played every single game at the same position. Yeah. And I think Coach Gibbons or Coach Gannett told me the statistic where I played like ninety-two percent of the offensive snaps the entire year. And also, like on the games where we were blowing them out, I still considered to play center. I didn't get subbed out. It was like yeah. I would play next to you. I'd play next to Nick. I'd play next to Wags or um, Mikey Creedon. I wouldn't stop. I continued to play through it, and it was just like, man, come on, like really, like I didn't get an accolade. I mean, we already we already went out there and got thirty piece by a really good Charlotte Christian team. I mean, did they think did they make the championship game? Yeah, yeah, they did. They they lost to PD. Yeah, I mean that was that that team is. I mean, you know, Jaden Davis. Yeah. That At guy. the end of the day, we probably you know we we could have beat Latin. We could have beat Cannon. I mean, we did beat playoff yeah. games. I think um, I think we have to kind of roll our. I think we. And then I'm gonna say this like as much as I like Cannon in depth. Like I legitimately think that Ravenscroft should have never went D one. I sh- yeah. I don't think they should have. I don't think they should have went D one because it's say because in D two we would mop the floor with everybody, but in D one we barely make the playoffs. We beat Cannon, right? We could probably have beat Country Day. We probably would have beat NRCA, and we would have beat Metrolina. But then we get curb stomped by all the Charlotte teams yeah. who recruit the hell out of that area, and every single one. I mean, Providence Day has Jaden Davis, who has offers from Michigan, A and M. I mean, the dude's a five star. Yeah. Christian had that Georgia offer. I don't, I don't know if he decommitted from state, but he had he got an offer from the reigning two time reigning champs. Mm-hmm. So clearly he's all right. And then you have like Raven Gap. I don't really know too much about Raven Gap, but they're good, obviously. You know, you have Christ School, Latin, like teams. In my opinion, like. It's just not fair at this point because we don't go out and recruit kids. We don't go off and do blank. I know damn well they recruit because it's like Charlotte's massive area and they want to go play for a good school. Like these teams all over the place, they like recruit in their football schools. And the thing about Ravenscroft is like we go in as this like really well academic school, but we don't recruit. So then we're playing these teams and we get the one seed in our conference and then we go and get stomped. By three. Now, it shouldn't have been 30. It should probably have been more like 10 or 15. But mm-hmm. we still would have lost because these teams are, like, insane. Yeah. And, I mean, I think the season that Will had definitely reflects on all the linemen. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, that guy That guy is a hardest-working motherfucker on that team. I mean, I, I'm yeah. going to hand it that dude. That he's dude a freak is, athlete, too. Yeah. I mean, the guy, like, just he's fast. He's strong. He has a will to win. And, like, the guy, like, off and on the field. Like, I mean, this kid, like... 
you know, when I was when I met him in the locker room, I didn't really know too much about him. But like this kid is a hard worker. He doesn't he doesn't half ass anything. He doesn't. You know, I remember I'd be done with practice or I'd have like a day off, and this dude was running sprints on the hill. I'm like, dude, do you, do you go home? Like, what are you doing? But yeah. he, he 100% deserves what he got and be playing Converse Player of the Year. I remember they were, they put it on the TV for like three months. I mean, yeah. that kid's an athlete. Now, if only he'll play, he would go and play lacrosse instead of track. But yeah. whatever. That's, did uh, did Gannett win Coach of the Year? Yeah, he did. He did. That's he good. won Conference Coach of the Year. Will won Player of the Year. I mean, Raven, we we beat our opponents in Conference by like a margin of like 25. Yeah. Because we beat we beat Harold's by forty, we beat NRC by like fifteen. Wait, no, no, I think we beat them by ten. I think um, our second team scored like three touchdowns against Harold's. Yeah, yeah. I remember Andrew Abbott had a hat trick against yeah. Wake Christian. Yeah, like, that man's disgusting. Um, and, and like a lot of like different things where like we went off and we put in the work. Like if the second team looked great. Last year was nothing compared to the second. You could put the second team in; they would still run the ball. They could still yeah. run plays and stuff like that. We still we still could run the ball because we we you know you had Gray and Abbott both our mm-hmm. solid backs. You had Andrew um, Aiden as well. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That that didn't exist last year. Last year it was like we barely had a starting like our O line was like different every single game. First, it was Payne at center, and then finally I got put in at center, and they put Payne at guard because he broke his hand. Yeah, that was the guy who played center behind me. He played me. line? He was – remember I told you the guy who was undersized and played line? He mm. was uh, he was Payne, another guy who put in a ton of work throughout the summer. Wow. I mean, this guy – like, I have videos of him for us junior year from just, you know, just school, and he looks completely different. I mean, of course, now he's bald, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. No, but he, he put in so much – I mean, he told me, like – he was like, yeah, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm like, Pan, you ain't going on shit, bro. What do you mean, bro? Like, and he put in a lot of, and he put, I mean, you don't see people go from line to linebacker. And Payne, I think, did a really phenomenal job at, you know, tackling and getting sacks and just whatever. And then he played through the ACL injury. I mean, that's yeah. devastating. That, that is crazy because he tore his ACL in that game and still played. <sighs> yeah, I, it. I mean, it's unfortunate because I think Christian would have been a, a little bit closer if he was on that side, but you know it's one of those things where it's like next man up. But yeah, Payne played. Well, he was the guy who who played center behind. Well, I guess in front of me until he broke his against Harold's junior year. He broke his hand like mid game, and they like wrapped it up and put him at guard, and I put me at center. Like it was like this crazy thing. Yeah. But like it was different. Like this year we had like a first string O line, second string O line, third string O line. Like that didn't happen. We had a lot more lineman depth. Next year, like, I think we're walking into a scenario where, like, you know, Coach Gibbons, I think, has a lot of experience. I think we have a lot of guys. Who, I mean, I'll be interested to see who wins the quarterback job. But I think we'll, we're, we'll, we won't be anything. Our cornerback room is going to be the same. Our safety room is going to be a little bit different. But you still have Pierce, Donnie, and AJ at cornerback. Mm-hmm. Now, your junior year, you're going to be – wait, sorry, your senior year because you're going to be a junior next year. Mm-hmm. Your senior year, we might have problems. Yeah, but- we, we just need some, some uh, younger guys to step up. I mean, Jaden – Hopefully, yeah. Next year, he turns into a dog. Yeah, I mean, um, I think Jaden like is like the difference between like, like does and like just talks and works. I think Jaden has a lot of like potential. He's fast. He's tall. But like, the, you know, there's some guys that I a lot less than Cedar Ridge. But there's some guys that I think, honestly, maybe like two or three guys on the team that I think just play football to put a jersey on. But there was there's a lot of guys that legitimately want to put in the work. And when you get a high school football. It'll really question if you love football or not. Yeah, I don't think we did a ton of conditioning this year out of the ordinary, which is amazing. Well, I guess to a degree it's nice because like I I'm not a big fan of like the runs. I'm yeah. more of a fan of like you put the ball on the five yard line and you legitimately have two minutes to get to the other side of the field. Yeah, I think I think drills that are 
um, not just straight running, you know, like working to mm-hmm. where you're like, if you're um, doing like um, drills with the team or, um, you know, driving down the field or, you know, running with the ball, um, running routes, that type of stuff. That's different than if you're straight just running around the track. Yeah. And like the thing is with those drills, like I, I'll tell anybody, I'm not a big fan of football practice in general. I love the games. I love it. I'm not a big practice guy because I think when we did practice throughout the year, our practice regiment was kind of like cut and pace. Like we did things that like, in my opinion, didn't really help our well-being, right? Like the line, the the thing was, is that like we do a lot of Drake drills, like you grab guys, you turn guys, like, okay, mm-hmm. that's great. Let's put some live things in there. Let's put some live plays in there. And also like, in my opinion, coach kind of like, was OD as hell about things. Like, he would do, and I'm not saying Morris, I'm just saying, like, the coaching as, as a whole at Ravenscroft during football season. Like, we would do certain drills over and over again. You would have the starter, you know, you'd have the starters pushing the sled five times yeah. more than the whatever. And, like, I get that, but lineman is such a position, is such a crucial position when it comes to, like, you don't want your guys to be tired or hurt. And, like, I mean, I was beat to hell after practice yeah. every single day. Like, yeah. And then, like, we would do, like, full, like, like that's the thing I will say that a little bit, it's a little bit different into lacrosse where, like, I think Coach Beck does a great job about how we he understands that, like, you don't want to take your players and you don't want to, like, always make them, you know, do too much of one thing. We do a lot of, like, man down, man up drills. You know, I play goalie, so mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of, like, work to do in that kind of sense. So I think we do a great job in that. But, like, the whole f- – I think as a whole, you really can't look at a better situation that we had in football because we had everybody together. For the most part, we stayed healthy. We really didn't have any crucial injuries. Like the year before, Drake's shoulder was you know injured yeah. a lot of the year. Um, I think Kyle. I mean, that's I think Kyle Payne and Will did a phenomenal job fixing their game. Will wasn't really terrible junior year, but like I mean, I don't think I need to go into depth. But Kyle went from eight touchdowns and twelve interceptions to twenty four touchdowns and seven interceptions yeah. like that's a turn that's a th- that's a 180 you know mm-hmm. so i think i was really proud of that guy and the fact that like you know i always told him like don't let them get to you and don't let them like talk you into doing bad stuff because it's like at the end of the day it's like those are still your buddies you don't want to like shit talk your teammates like here and there whatever that's just how boys are but like you don't want to mm-hmm. shit talk your teammates because like so over time it's going to get to them and like it's something that i feel like i do a little too much for lacrosse because i feel like where i'm from like when I was a kid and I got yelled at, it wasn't because my mom hated me. It's because I she wanted me to legitimately get better at what I was doing. You know, I didn't clean my room, or if I didn't, if I was on the football field and I missed a tackle, my dad would get in my butt. Like, oh, you suck, or what are you doing, son? I had to pay twenty dollars in this game to watch you suck, or whatever like that. And like, I'm like that with other people, but also that's how I was raised. So like, when I'm on the lacrosse field and I hit somebody with a pass or they miss a shot, I'm like, dude, come on now, you gotta make that. Yeah. And I say some like. Hit shit that I'm just thinking it's funny like I remember I made this joke the other day I don't remember who it was but I was like damn bro I hope you finish better in bed than you do on the field <laughs> not to cut that shit out but whatever I yeah. said I make I made like a joke about that and they were like what the fuck did you say to me I'm like you heard me like I mean I'm not gonna like take it back yeah. you know fix your game you know I'm a big a giant shit talker often on the field and like I kind of have to control myself with it but it's one of those things where it's like it's just so much fun to do yeah. like who doesn't love a good shit talking I mean these got like I like that in football, more than any other sport, they allow a lot of it. Um, but even then, they're cracking down on it more. I, they allow, I mean, they allow some shit talk in practice. But, like, I think that 
like the cussing thing. Like mm-hmm. Coach Gannett was big on that. Like if you cuss, you drop and give me twenty five. And I understand yeah. it because the ref nowadays are so damn soft with that shit. I mean, I don't. Do you remember what Pierce said during the Northwick Saints game? Um, he like somewhat, call, yeah. Do you like call the guy a bitch or something like it, that? He said something like that, and then he threw him out. They threw like, him out like immediately. Wow! Like I remember during Trinity, they, they threw a guy out in Trinity because he said the N word. I'm just like, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, dude. I but that's crazy because like there has to be some like it has to be solid in how it's called every game because yeah. when you're on the line especially the guys across from you they're yelling every racial slur possible oh yeah oh it's yeah like, i heard my like, fair share of the words yeah. on, on when we yeah. play like nrca but like yeah also like you know i made that tiktok about i don't know if you saw that but i made that tiktok about the uh, nrca player oh yeah yeah dude that that was that was fucking hilarious yeah man. that was fucking hilarious i made that a week after we beat them and i remember like dude i'm about to either be like Making a break in my high school career. Yeah. I, I never did anything. Yeah. So who cares? Um, I think when you're in the line, though, it's it's very funny, like how you can go from straight like trash talking and hitting each other to like in between plays. Like when we were up by twenty, especially the dudes like on the other side. Like I just be like, "Yo, what are you boys coming for dinner tonight?" And yeah, some dumb were, shit. <laughs> some dumb shit like that. Yeah, yeah. we'd be talking about like, "Hey, my buddy, you got any, you got any game?" You know, what you got, what <laughs> Yeah, and that's just so funny because it's like it is. It at is. the end of the day, we go home and it's like, you know, yeah, it's you guys, not really gonna matter. Yeah, it's not that deep. Yeah, yeah we had a lot of. We, I had a buddy on a NRCA that I was like friends with from last year when they beat us, and I, you know, we were chirping here and there, and they're like, "I'm gonna beat your ass," and I'm like, "No, you're not." Like, come on now. And then we played them like in football. We beat them, and they're like, "Bro, we're about to beat you in NRC and uh, basketball." And I'm like, but then we just twenty pieced them. Yeah. So it was always nice. Yeah. Uh, so a question for you, Bryce, and I know hopping on your podcast. What? How's that looking? I said this to uh, to Will. I think we had some uh, some prospects over the summer. You prospects, know okay, some okay. Summer fling. Uh, but you know, I'm just I'm on the grind. On the grind. Yeah, uh, I got a. Oh hell no! I don't got none of that shit. Nothing close to that. We're uh, we rocking the three two right now. <laughs> yeah, we're um we're on the we're on the we're academic on the grind. grind nice, just trying dude. to you know. Did you, how much of how much of the podcast did you have to cut up with Will? Because I heard like from him there was yeah, a bunch yeah. <laughs> there was a bunch of stuff you had to cut out and stuff like that. Yeah, we we talked about a lot of stuff that like um definitely would not would, would not be, be advised for other people. It would not lead to. lead the way like they say at Ravenscroft. Yeah, it would, I mean at the end of the day, like I feel like we're all pretty respectable, intelligent humans. So it's not like we're gonna say something that's like. Racist. Damaging, racist, horrible, that type of stuff. It's just stuff that, like, I don't want other people oh, yeah. oh, to yeah. feel, oh, yeah. you know, you know. You, I don't want you to say that about because me. Because it's like you say something you and it's that. taken out of context. And, like, if I said, like, I hate blueberries and, like, somebody <laughs> takes it out of context and I and they turn blueberries into, like, a racial slur. And then I'm the one that looks like an idiot. Like, no, it's yeah. like I'm just saying I hate blueberries. But, you know, and I think it's, like... It's in- and I was kind of talking to another person about this, and if it has to get cut out, it has to get out. But like, I'm not a fan of the buyer supporting. I'm not. A fan I of- hate that. It's you. It's literally a weapon. They're using it as a weapon. I. Um, yeah, but the fact of the matter is, is like it just incentivizes people to snitch, and yeah. like people hate that snitch word. People hate the word. It's not snitching. It's reporting. I know they had like a thing in the seminar. It's snitching. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm not gonna sit here and argue. They can come talk to me if they want to. It's snitching. It's stupid. It's like. If there's some legitimate things I think that you can put in buyer reporting, I understand the stuff. We had something at our old school. It was called See Something, Say Something, which was like kind of like an anonymous reporting app. But it's snitching. It's like you're taking things that are not that have nothing to do with you, and you're getting your sticking your nose in that business, right? 
And I think it's just ridiculous. Like, I think during football season, there was an altercation between a teammate and another teammate. Mm -hmm. And instead of just going to the teammate and being like, I don't appreciate you saying this, kicking the dude's butt and then shaking hands and calling it a day, he, you know, he buyer supported him. And I told him, like, that's stupid. At the end of the day, it's super unrealistic. Like, in real life, if someone comes up to you on the street and they say the worst thing imaginable to you, what are you going to do? You got to deal with that person to person with your own self. You're not going to hit the bias report button. It makes no sense. It's, it's, Taking the uh, physical and emotional aspect out of um, like human interaction, instead of dealing with it yourself, talking to that person exactly, or at least at the end of the day, if it is really really bad, you'd go to the teacher yourself, right? And that's just not. It's just it's just kind of like soft, and it's like I get the idea behind it. Like I think it should exist, but it should not exist to the standard. If I went up to you and I and you and you like. We're talking smack to me, and you said, like, Mike, you're fat, or some shit like yeah. that, some dumb shit. Yeah. And I went up and I said, oh, Bryce Augusti, he called me the N-word, and blah, 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 blah. They're not going to question you. Yeah, they're going to they're the they're suspend you. They're not going to, like, say, like, where's the proof, where's the whatever. You're going to get suspended, yeah. there's going to be any question it's about all, it. It's all he said, she said. Um, there's no way to validate what people think they heard, whether it's a rumor, whether it's real. And, and it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Yeah, it just, and I think, like... At a school like Ravenscroft, like you know, I think I think this is really any school. Let's be honest for a second. There's like there's like almost like a freedom of speech until blank. Mm-hmm. You say what you want until blank happens. You say what you want until it, this it's happens. It's until someone's feelings get exactly. Hurt. And it's just like you. We live in a world where it's like you you have to watch what you say because everything can be taken out of context. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go into like controversial stuff because it's like I mean I'm still trying to go to school at the end of the day. Yeah. But like. I think it's just ridiculous because it's like if I go up to you and I say, dang, man, I really love blah, blah, blah by this artist that said something controversial a year ago or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And you're going to give me a sideways look and you're going to judge me for it. Like, no, I think people, I mean, my favorite NBA player, not going to name names, but like my favorite NBA player has had some history of doing some dumb stuff. Now, mm-hmm. do I think it's dumb? Yeah, of course. I think he should apologize for it. But like he shouldn't like be lost, dropped by Nike. He shouldn't be like all the other stuff. Like I think cancer culture as a whole is just stupid. Yeah. And you're incentivizing it by having something as simple as a buyer supporting app that you 95% of the time. I mean, there was an incident at school. I'm sure you know of it. But there was an incident at school that basically we had uh, – there was a kid that said a racial slur. And mm-hmm. it's messed up. Like I don't, I don't think anybody should say the N-word. It's messed up. Yeah, I and I mean when it's – Obviously, the appropriate course of action should be taken when it's in a group and there's a bunch of people saying that this happened and that this is, it's recorded or it's, it's like if you, uh, there was another case like last year where someone like typed in discord, like the N word, like 12 times. Like, yeah, but it, you know that, but like, also it's like, look at, look at their situation. They were locked out of a room. Somebody went on their computer and found that mm-hmm. I'm sure there's everybody in my, the entire school has something on their phone that I could send to buyer's reporting and show, <laughs> and they would get in trouble. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah. something it, yeah. on their phone that I could go to buyer's reporting and say, look what they did, look what this did. And like, what do I look like? A fucking asshole, right? Yeah. Like, I look like they basically, now I'm not saying what she did was right because like, I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. But how is that fair to her? She literally had somebody go on her computer, type whatever, and then find that. Now, I don't think she should have been kicked out, but I think she should have been heavily suspended. I get why Ravenscroft takes those things so seriously, and I 100% agree with it, because yeah. they don't want, as a school that's predominantly white, they don't want to have a bad image on them, and Definitely. I 100% get it. But like, let's look at last year with the two kids that said the N-word in a big situation. I'm not naming names, because mm-hmm. that's just ridiculous, but 
what did they do? Let's let's say the things that Ravenscroft did for course of action. They bought pizza and they allowed all the black students to get in the room and talk about it. Yeah, that's so like they bought pizza and they put us in a room. Now tell me what that sounds like. Segregation, <laughs> like really, like you your best idea to fix those problems is to put, get all the black the whole seven black teachers that we have. I mean, I could probably name them on one hand. And put us in a room and get us to talk about it. Like that's just make that's like dumping gas on the gasoline on a fire, you know? Like it's like I think a lot of people that are people of color like me, right? And I'm and I'm I'm glad I kind of want to take a step back from that statement. I'm glad that Ravenscroft helps people like me Definitely. come to a school where I was not belong to at all and helps us financially and uh, and socially. But like as a whole, like. I mean, I was definitely more offended by that than help. I mean, you put us in a room, you order us pizza. Like, come on, dude. You can do much better than mm. that. You know, and I, I just, there's just some things I don't agree with that we take course of action for. But like I said, it's also like, I, you know, but, but back to the whole like situation, we, I don't agree with what happened. I don't think it's okay what he did, but I don't think he should like lose everything. I don't think anybody should lose everything because of one mistake. Yeah. Anywhere. One word, one mistake, that type of thing. I mean, you should definitely know what you did is wrong, have some retribution punishment for that. Because um, that's how you learn, right? If it's unchecked, then nothing's going to change. Yeah, but here's my question, and this goes back to the whole thing we were talking about earlier. How did that, that person that said that word, how did it ever get to, to administration? Yeah, that's well, that's the interesting thing. The reporting. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it happened, but obviously someone told from what I heard, basically, it was said in a group chat, and it was like there was some form of like outside source that caused this person to say something. I'm not trying to give away the story because you know everybody, everybody who's listening to this probably I mean, knows. I feel like I feel like if you go on your phone, you can find a group chat that someone said the word in, like or said something stupid. Yeah, like, you know? it's like there's so much stuff that's said that is like you could take offense to that, but at the end of the day, the only reason why someone would get in trouble is because someone. Was to to say that they felt hurt by what? Yeah, you said like if I had somebody during lacrosse or during football say something to me that truly, truly pissed me off. Yeah, it, I wouldn't go go to my computer and type in this person said this and it hurt my feelings. That's mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, that's go just to them fucking retarded. That's just you like, know that's dumb. Yeah, you might have to cut out the word I just said, but whatever. Um, like. It's just stupid. It's just like you're incentivizing people to snitch. You're incentivizing people to get other people in trouble. And it's like, I don't think we should live in a world where, where everybody's walking on eggshells and you have to like talk about what you're talking about always. You know, I don't think it's right. And I'm sure like when you have enough people on this podcast, you'll have eventually like a lot of people come out and say like, I think that's dumb. I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, but- already, we, I already have talked about this with uh, a couple of people. Yeah, because I know you had, you had Will, you've had Will, you've had Harrison. Who else have you had on the podcast? I didn't really look at uh, all the- Other Will. Will Eichler. Will Eichler. Okay, um, nice. I had um, Jacob. Jacob. JW. Okay. Both football guys. Every, him recently. Him, Kinsley, he, he got some game. Yeah. Good for, good for they that do guy. got some game. I can't get into the story. That's part, <laughs> of what, that's part of what I had to cut out in the Will podcast. Really? Because we, we started talking about that. And um, it got a little <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just, we just cut, cut the mics for a second and start talking about that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, we got a lot of people... Um, coming on here soon. Who are you, do can you do a little sneak peek? Or you yeah, gonna... yeah, I, can, I, I think I can. Um, a bunch of group sessions with um, the junior football group, and maybe um, who do you got on there? Um, maybe like AJ Pierce, that type of nice, stuff. Nice dude, nice. Um, yeah, and I think like 
you're low-key a genius for thinking about a podcast because think about like the it, see, there's two things that are about to happen i'm gonna predict this future right now this is either gonna be the dopest podcast and like for the rest of the year or somebody's gonna say something really stupid and it's gonna get shut down yeah i, well, that, I would guarantee that something like that's gonna happen i'm hoping i'm hoping that um i know teachers already definitely know because really? I've, I've had them come up to me and say some stuff really yeah like, you've um, had a teacher come up to you and be like... Nice podcast. Really? A kid for you? Attaboy? Yeah. Um, wow. But it's... I'm hoping that the good and the intellectual conversation can you will, say, can you will say outweigh... Who, can you say who said it? Or? Yeah. I'll, I'll just cut it. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, that is dope. Dude, dude that, that's like a low-key like W response. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like some rando teacher that nobody likes. Like, yeah. he listened to the podcast, really. Yeah. That's sick. That is sick. Wow. Um, good... Wow, that's why I want to keep um, I want to keep it positive here. You know, talk I don't, about I, if stuff my like, students made a podcast and talked about their experiences at school, I would low key want to yeah. hear it. It's interesting because I feel like if the teachers did see this right, you could almost see it as a bonus, like a tool, as insight into what the students are thinking. Exactly, exactly. Like, and parents can do that too. Like, I'm sure I've had um, like Jacob's dad. Um, he said he watched it, and I'm like. That's cool because you get to see like what your kids. Can you see how many people are viewing your podcast a week? Or, yeah, really. How much? Yeah. What are you at right it's, now? It's uh, about three hundred per episode. Wow, yeah, so it's a lot more. Dude, than nice. I, I love to see it. Yeah, yeah, so, and like honestly, when I saw that, I was like, I gotta hop on this as soon as possible because like I call, I texted you like I want to say on a Tuesday, and I was listening to the podcast that you did with Will and Harrison. Mm-hmm. So. I think a podcast is a genius idea because you kind of get your look into how students and faculty like affect you guys and how it is. Like, I mean, obviously you say something inappropriate, like people are going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Well, but anything that probably should not be said, that's why it's going to be cut out. You're going to be cut out. How long do you take to edit the podcast? Well, I watch the whole thing back through. Okay. So you watch the whole thing back through and then you edit it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's sick. That's sick. Yeah. You know, and... I think it's honestly a sick idea, and I wish I thought of it first, but I don't think anybody wants to come to drive to Hillsborough to join the podcast yeah. unless I'm paying also, them to do it. it's like, it does take some, you know, equipment, that type of stuff, and, um, like, setting it up is kind of a pain. Do I, do, do I, get, to, do I get to keep the mic and stuff <laughs> like that? No, I'm <laughs> no. trying to do a good job of not screaming in the mic, because I turned, when I was listening to Wills, I turned it up so much in my car, <laughs> and that, we're like, we're, I was talking, then you hear, like, what's up, Brad, and all this stuff like that, and I was like, oh, hell, I gotta turn that shit back down, and whatnot. Yeah, it was, there was so much laughing and stuff in the, like, I don't know what type of room you guys were in, but it was like, it was so condensed that my speakers <laughs> were, like, blasting and stuff like that, so yeah, it was, that, it was that's, um, I don't know if I'm still to this right now. I don't really like check the audio too too much, and I mean maybe it's a pain, but at the end of the day, I don't really care. You don't care. You don't, <laughs> don't care really unless there's something like, like blatantly inappropriate or blatantly yeah. bad that you said in the podcast. You're gonna cut it out. I mean, it's like the purpose of this is not to um, win an award, be a social media star, just not or... get canceled, not to get canceled. I think <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. That's, that's a great goal. That's the goal. <laughs> don't get canceled because, yeah. like, dude, I, I would not put it back past. I'm about to cut this out, but. Uh, last year for homecoming, I was in my tr- I was driving my truck and we were in the, uh, the junior lot and I was like, mm-hmm. "Damn, all right, guys, hop in. We'll take you to the senior lot." And I got everybody to hop in the back, oh. the tailgate, or like yeah. sorry, the bed. And we drove all the way down to to, to senior lot, and I was like, "There's nothing wrong with that." And he comes out. Like <laughs> I cut that out. What the hell? What are y'all doing? Like you guys should be you're, you're speeding and not like 15 miles an hour. That's what the speed limit is. You're speeding. You can't, you, it's illegal for you guys to sit in the back. I'm like, okay, 
that's yeah. definitely not true at all. But whatever. You know, yeah. I mean, if it's his word against mine, his word's going to win 9.5 times out of 10. I mean, but, everything in the senior lot's very rare. The launch is free. The launch is free. I do really appreciate that because, like, the days, like, lacrosse or football, you just mm-hmm. go grab a snack before. Yeah. Last year was – I ran up so much money on my mom's – on my parents' account that they put on because of just all the food. But also, yeah. it's, like, 10 times better than public school. Public school, you get, like, a, a moldy burger and some, you know – Yeah, half, that's, that's another thing that people – Some, like, prison food and shit have, like that. Have said is that the lunches are – Oh, yeah. Crazy. And, I mean – They definitely take care of us over there. Yeah. They, uh, they definitely, you know, cook up some – I was impressed. They had the guacamole on Taco Tuesday. I was, oh, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. impressed. I'm not going to lie to you. But – the facilities are also really good at Ravenscroft. Like, you can always find a place to study after school. You can always mm-hmm. go work out. You can always go. I mean, go... Olander is just a crazy step up from what we had before. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, um, yeah. I, you were here before we had it, right? No. When I transferred in, they were putting in the glass for Olander. So, it was still built. It was like, okay. oh, it wasn't open yet, but it was being built. But I'm talking like lower school, middle school, that type of stuff. We nev- We didn't have... Uh, Olander, we went to the dining hall, which was um, I remember straight. It's literally its only function was like there was some circular tables. Yeah, I do and, remember because I'd have to because like last year you had you couldn't eat in. You'd have to like go sit somewhere, which was nice. There was one thirty nine yeah. if you know where the oh yeah yeah one thirty nine the room yeah. that would get can't they would get <laughs> like kicked out. The amount of shit that happened in that room, <laughs> the amount of stuff that happened in that room is like. If you know if you know what happens, one thirty nine stays in one thirty nine. I mean, five. I mean, we're talking now. They don't do it anymore. Okay, they don't do it anymore. Yeah. But like back then, before it was like because now it's a classroom. I have math class in one thirty nine. Yeah. But like last, dude, that was like everybody and their mama was in that room, dude. <laughs> yeah. The amount of like people, <laughs> some people like what the fuck, and like, and, like <laughs> it was a daily occurrence. Somebody would like yell the f bomb, and some of them would be like, all right, who said it? <laughs> or like, or Mr. Billerman. Yeah, Mr. Billerman. Mr. Billerman would just walk in the room and just look at all of us and just walk away. I'm like, dude, what's, what's up? Yeah, that man Cable was like, or like stuff like that yeah. last year. If you remember that, last, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if they do that anymore, but yeah. Okay, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Cut, yeah. cut this part out as well. Good win. And like, we would all get like ten chips, and like we would all just get ten chips, and just whoever had the most. If you lost your chips, you lost. Mm-hmm. But I remember. Mr. Bill, I just I feel like it's kind of disrespectful. Faces would like see our chips and be like, "Put them away. I'm gonna take them." Like he was like he, but like I remember Payne brought one time like a like a case of them, mm-hmm. a case of chips to school, and that dude like literally, dude, that man, that man has some nuts. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like that dude just like wants to give a fuck. He he's up and out of here now. Yeah, I had anatomy with him and stage tracks, and he's not neither one of this class anymore. But I mean, if I you know, shit, if I could graduate early. I mean, he did reclass, so I guess it's a little yeah. bit different. But if I could graduate early, say less, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, to- four years at Ravenscroft is, at least from my experience so far, for high school, it's kind of crazy how, like, freshman year for me was, like, really easy. Like, I had, like, A-plus in every class. Yeah, and then, well, for, it was freshman year when you came back from COVID, or is that middle? Yeah, we came, came back from COVID. We were wearing masks. So it was your junior year. Well, here's the thing where I'm from. We didn't come back. We never did. Mm. We never came. Like, there was an option. Nobody ever showed up. Everybody yeah. was virtual. I was like, it was like a ghost town. It was like maybe 20 people would come to school, but the majority of people would just not. It was like mm. nobody would come to school. And it's like, you're. I was the only one in my English. I was the only one in my law and justice. I was the only one in my, uh, what was the other class I had? Uh, sports medicine. Yeah, and like you just ticked around the entire time, right? I think um, I haven't talked about like 
my experience and like the students' experience through COVID a lot yet. Um, I'll definitely have to focus in on that for a podcast down the road. But I remember eighth grade year, everything was completely virtual for me. Um, did they make you guys like? Did they like if you guys, for example? Because I'll tell you about how it was at Cedar Ridge in a second. But did they make you guys get on? Like if you didn't, if you missed school, they I mean, didn't. yeah, yeah, it was the the. The cheating and the things that happened, though, were actually crazy, and there's no way you could regulate it. It's no, like, 100%. Well, I mean, think about it. I remember my – here's how it works with public school. So they shut it down, as they did everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Then they basically brought it back or tried to, and nobody would show up to class. Yeah. Right? There was like – I remember my teachers – there was like – I got out of Spanish. I had, funny, funny, I had Spanish too. Yeah. Right? Freshman year. And I took it, and I remember they're like, okay, COVID's happening. It's like a Thursday, and she like was giving us a bunch, like, packets and packets of homework. Yeah, that's what she, my math teacher did. She, she sent home, like, packs. She's like, get this done in two weeks. Because, like, two weeks, like, you're like, what the hell? Like, that's so weird. And then, basically, then around April, they were like, okay, we're going to come back in May. And then May comes around, or halfway through April, they're like, we're not coming back And it's all. worse. Exactly. Yeah, and, basically, then... We get into this, like, they're like, okay, we're going to have classes virtually. But then, like, they were assign homework, and nobody would do it. And then, like, well, what are you supposed to do? Like, you're supposed to penalize the kids that don't – because, like I said, I live in a place where, like, people would drive tractors to school, come to school, and, like, after they worked, uh, you know, six to two. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of, like, uh, blue-collar kids. That's just how they grew up. And a lot of kids, like, they don't have Wi-Fi at certain times of the day. Like, they just, like, whatever. So they did this thing called, like, PW30 where they would just, like, pass everybody with a certain grade. Like – you just it wouldn't come in a GPA. You would just pass, pass this, yeah. pass that, right? That's crazy. So it was definitely a time to definitely a time to be alive when you know COVID hit and whatnot. Um, so that was that was definitely a fun time, and it taught me a lot with like you know I was also got really fat. I was like almost three hundred pounds. <laughs> definitely you know lost that. What time are we rolling at right now? Is it over there? Uh, like one oh eight. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, like. 108 into the podcast. The time right now is 150. All right, cool, cool. I want to. Uh, if you're still listening right now, you're a real, real, real one. Yeah, you know, real I'm not gonna lie. I listen to the end of every podcast, and everybody says that because I feel like the best things to hear during a podcast are hard to listen because it's not like you can like cut to the middle of the video. Yeah, right. You don't know where you're gonna land. Yeah, you for real. What you gotta do is you gotta get a YouTube channel and then put like uh the like, clips. like no no but like cameras so you can like see the live reactions of people when they yeah. talk. That's what everyone says is you need a video. Um, I don't know. I I'll I'm trying well, to look into When you it, start making revenue, then we'll do that. How about yeah. that? <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, man. I keep... need I need a better way to make revenue. When you figure out how to put ads on it, you can figure out um, get a sponsorships. Yeah, I know I know the sponsorship. That's the thing that I have looked into. Um, you just got to grow it a little bit. Got to grow it. You got to get like you got to get like a uh, you know coach get, get Ned on here after yeah. retires. Yeah. Get like Ned on here. Get Coach Gibbons on here. Like all the coaches and stuff like that. Get like K Bill to hop on after he retires. I mean, we got we got Ravenscroft family connections, bro. I'm we telling you, man. Get like get all the O2 fitness. Uh, you got to get like all the athletes to get on because I'm telling you, like I was like I got to hop on this before. I'm gonna buy buy low, sell high on this. Yeah. I'm telling you, like. A podcast at school that you get people. I mean, you said three hundred viewers. Mm-hmm. Like that that's a lot of people. That doesn't sound like a lot of people per episode. People. But if you, I'm telling you, if you get people to listen just in the car or like listen to it, like whatever, I'm telling you, like that is the way to do it. And mm-hmm. you know, props to you to being the first one. But I'll I'll, I'll leave it on this because I don't want everybody to like be like, oh, he's talking about nothing. He's rambling about nothing. Um, I mean, uh. 
I don't really know what I was gonna say. It's <laughs> <laughs> not really about nothing. Just, uh, just, just cut that one out too. <laughs> um, you know, I think there's there's a lot of pros and cons about you know going to Ravenscroft and like just living the life in Raleigh. And like, I would never change it for the world. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I think, wouldn't change it for the world. I think that um, we're blessed to grow up in this state and uh, this yeah. country and that type of thing. And yeah, I love I love America. Uh, God bless America <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm oh, gonna, say. No, I'm not gonna be, not and forget. That was fucking horrible, dude. I, that was, <laughs> I feel bad for that guy. He got flamed. How do you not know the national anthem? Like, come on now. I mean, freaking Harrison Mayer, who's who's born in Great Britain, knows the damn national anthem. Like, that's just disrespectful at that oh, point. I for, oh my gosh. Yeah, you gotta you gotta for real like uh, get like fan quite like run like a Twitter and or like a yeah or like a, I think the next step is uh, Instagram. Instagram, yeah, you gotta be like do the clips or something like that mm-hmm. of what sort. But the thing with the clips is like you can't do it when there's no camera or I mean, something. I like. could. It'd yeah, be a little weird though. It would be a little weird. But I, could, I could put like, uh, do like what Instagram Reels and like TikTok do, and put like an inspirational video over me talking. Yeah, I, I, I mean, shit, just get Andrew Tate on here and you'll be, be chilling about that. No, I'm not gonna go into that, but that's like that's like top five ways to get yourself kicked off a podcast. Dude, we've already discussed um, some of that. Some people. Did, did anybody have stuff. any backlash you've gotten from anything that anybody said yet? No, I'm not saying I want that to happen because I don't. No, I mean, because that's a rabbit hole that you don't. Day, like. At the end of the day, I think it's more valuable to hear um, opinions from you know all different sides of the aisle, all different perspectives, all different people. All right. So I think, uh, yeah, that's that's what so we're envisioning. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know that is. I don't even know who that is, bro. Like, all right. I think that's a good place to um, yeah to end good. it off. Yeah, um, thank for, you for coming. Obviously, of course, man. I appreciate um, the the invite. It was a, it was a good thirty minute drive. Definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get the uh, if 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 for some reason this goes crazy, I will happily join again. Yeah, yeah. Run, We'll run it back on some uh some life skills on how to you know not go out of your mind driving an hour to school today. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I appreciate you, man. And I'm gonna yes, finish.